Welcome to the Moms Hustle Different Podcast, where we discuss Black moms navigating work and motherhood. Hey, 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 this is your host, Brenda Miller, and I'm so glad that you are here today. Happy Black History Month. It is now Black History Month. We made it another year, and there's some awesome things I'm sure still going on virtually that we could participate in. How are you guys celebrating Black History Month? Is there anything that you do with your kids um, to celebrate? Do you watch movies? Do you do certain activities? Do you take them places? What do you do to celebrate Black History Month? I haven't really been sure what will actually do. Um, my son is two. There's some things that he understands and some things that he doesn't. But one of the things that I'm excited about is we are changing daycares and he's going to be going to a black owned daycare. So a black mom owned daycare at that. So I'm super excited about that and shifting him in that way. Um, So that's the first thing we're going to do to celebrate Black History Month. I also got our family some matching sweatshirts from Target in their Black History Month collection. So I'm trying to find a day when my husband is home from the road where we can wear those proudly out and about. Uh, So I'm really excited about that too and celebrating that way. And I'm also partnering with businesses this month uh, to celebrate Black History Month. So this week I'm partnering with a Black mom-owned business um, called Mama Bossed Up. You guys know how crazy it can be managing work and motherhood. And sometimes you just have to say, Alexa, raise the kids while you're drinking your mug of toddler tears. If this is you, definitely go to mamabossedup.com and enter the code MAMAHUSTLE to get 10% off. Again, you go to mamabossedup.com and enter the code MAMAHUSTLE to get 10% off. So today's episode um, features my cousin. Um, My cousin is, we're six months apart in age um, and we grew up together and I'm so excited that she um, accepted my invitation to be on the podcast. I really respect um, what she's been able to do in her career and and managing uh, her son at the same time. So I wanted to bring her on the podcast to share a little bit more about her experiences. So uh, without further ado, here's an episode with Shantae Wilson. Shantae Wilson grew up in Upper Marlboro, Maryland and attended Boise State University where she received her bachelor's of science in business economics. She started her career working for McDonald's corporations as a specialist. She was then recommended for a position at Brazil and Associates LLC as an executive assistant to Donna Brazil. Shante then went on to hold various positions at companies like Hilton Worldwide and the Humane Society of the United States. Shante is now an executive assistant at Adobe. She is a mom of a seven-year-old boy who is in the first grade. Outside of being a mom and work, she likes to travel and hang out with friends. Welcome, Shante, to the podcast. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm so glad to have you. Side note to everybody, Shantae is my cousin. We're six months apart and I love her to death and I'm so happy that she joined the podcast with us today. 
Um, so as you know, the first section is a nice little icebreaker called Brag on Your Baby. So I would love for you to brag on your baby for us. So my son's name is Marcus and he's seven, um, as Brenda said, and he's so charismatic. He has the biggest personality in this world. He will talk to anybody. He will play with any kid. He, he's just the opposite of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, he makes friends anywhere and he's always, I mean, he talks too much in class. Like he, he yeah, so that's what I love about him. That's cool. It's always interesting to see the similarities that you have with your kid and the differences. Right. And <laughs> the fact that he's just super friendly and just out there just talking. He's more like me. Exactly. <laughs> he's like more you. like you. And I'm the opposite. I am very, um, I'm not super friendly. <laughs> I'm not talkative. I'm not, um, I'm just not outgoing. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so you know, our first question I always ask everyone is kind of where were you in your career when you became a mom? When I became a mom, so <laughs> when I got pregnant, let's start there. When I got pregnant, I uh worked for Donna Brazil. And I'm not sure if everyone knows who she is, but she is a political commentator and I was her assistant. So it was kind of like an around the clock kind of job. And throughout the pregnancy, you know, it, that job was just not ideal for me to be in, in, in having a newborn. And so she actually helped me move on to another position for another small um, company called Alignment Strategies. And so I was um, the executive assistant to the CEO and kind of like a project coordinator or project assistant manager to the CFO. Um, and that, that's where I was when I had the baby. And they were more flexible with me and a newborn. That's good. And that's good that she felt enough, you know, confidence in you as a professional to say like, okay, I know I'm gonna lose her anyway but let me go ahead and help her find, you know, a new role, especially when you're stressed out and you're thinking about your child and you're going into a new season of your life. Yeah. I mean, I had been with her for almost three years and, yeah. you know, when it's an around the clock kind of job, like I knew her family, they knew, you know, my family. I mean, we talked every day. So, um, you just build that relationship. It was kind of like a, I don't want to say personal assistant because I wasn't like running her clothes to the laundry, but um, she worked around the clock. And so I kind of had to be on call all the time. Yeah. So when you had your son, when you had Marcus, and then you transitioned to this other role, like what were you thinking about your career and like where you want to go like were you excited about continuing as um an executive like were you seeing like how talented you were as being an executive assistant and saying like oh wow this is like my career 
or like what were you you know it's funny it's like I kind of like fell into this executive assistant where I wasn't like you know you know how you go to school and you come out you like you want to be this you know you want to work in this industry but I, I, I literally fell in this role because when I started at McDonald's Corporation I was just like a specialist as a temp you know just out of straight out of college trying to find a job yeah. and that one of the lobbyists knew Donna Brazil and kind of, you know, we sent my resume to her. And so working with Donna, that kind of like was the start of me being like a, an EA. And at the time I had no idea that people, I mean, my mom was an EA, but I, I just never really realized that people do this as a career, yeah. right? And, and it can be very lucrative, um, you know, especially if you can work for, a higher VP or a higher executive up in a you know company, so I just kind of fell in this role. And it, it working for Donna, I mean, I can work for anybody. Yeah, because it's easy, right? Like she kind of just threw me to the wolves, and I can I can handle anything that you know now working for her. And then when I went on to work at Alignment Strategies. That, that was also hard because it was two more women, two more dominant women who were also um, very demanding. And, you know, for those two jobs kind of grounded me and, and trained me up for any EA role or project manager role after that. So how do you balance or how did you balance that knowing, you know, you had your young son at home and then you have a demanding job? Like, were you stressed? Like, how did you overcome that um, in the beginning, uh, especially? I, you know, it's kind of like, honestly, like when you start a job, I think you just have to tell the employer upfront, right? That you have a newborn and you, you know, you have to leave at a certain time to get your child from daycare or, you know, when you're home, you, I can answer emails, right? I can do, but you might hear, I could be on phone calls, but you might hear my son in the background, right? Yeah. Um, I think you just have to be upfront with your employer. Like communication is key. Whoever you are working for, the, those are the things you say when you're first hired. Like I, I wouldn't wait until two or three months after, you know, you start working for a company to, to say those things. Like you say that before you even start, right? Talking to your manager. So that's kind of how I balanced it. Um, I love that. Yeah. I love that because sometimes we get so, sometimes you could be so scared of being discriminated against or somebody saying something negative to you that you're just like, well, should I say something? Should I not? I'm trying to answer these emails, but my kid is crying or whatever else. But being able to be upfront and especially setting boundaries about your time like, that, I mean, you have to. I gotta be out of here. Five o'clock. I gotta be out of here. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do that up front. I mean, I I've learned to do that. It's like before I even start. Like, listen, <laughs> I have to leave at four o'clock, especially if I you know work far away, an hour away. I gotta leave at four o'clock and to get my my child. But once I get home, I can answer all the emails that I missed in that hour. I can take calls after that, right? Um, but you just got to have that flexibility. So you, you really have to um, pick your, your employer, you know, yeah. it's that I know it's, it's hard times now, but um, all jobs are not the best, right? Yeah. Um, 
you got to make sure you're in in the right company. You have to weigh all of your options. Yeah, I like that. So as you, um, you've had a number of positions since Donna's um, position and your child has grown up more Mm -hmm. and we're going into a pandemic and working at home and all this type of stuff. Tell us about like what's happened in between that and how you've grown as a professional and grown as a mom over the last six years or so. Um, so working as an executive assistant, working, what I tend to, you know, when you work for an EA, it's, it, when you're in this kind of role or when you're in a management kind of role um, where you work really closely with with an executive, for me, growing is um, kind of learning what your executive does, learning the, how they respond and handle things, um, you know, asking for more opportunities with them um, and the more opportunities they give you and they see that you can get it done, then you get more opportunities Then they're you having more conversations with them. I mean, that's kind of how I've grown like in, in my career. And then when I leave jobs, I make sure that I leave on good terms. So my previous um, supervisors and bosses, like I am all professionally, um, on good terms with, you know, Donna just texted me when the pandemic started this year and asked me, was I okay if I needed anything? Mind you, I haven't seen her in five years. Yeah. Um, yeah. My last, I worked for the Humane Society uh, for the chief development officer. And she's, I've kind of like been under her wing. She's been my mentor um, since I left you know, it's just it's just creating those relationships when you're in those roles. It's kind of like um, you can't just look at your job. You know, your your where you work is just a job where you clock in and you clock out. You really have to get in there and create relationships and um, you know show show these people that you can execute on things, especially being a woman number one. Right. Especially for me being um, black and a mom. So it's kind of like, you know, you got to outshine everyone else. Right. (laughs) So that they can see that you can you can get it done, because in a lot of these industries, it's male dominated and um, you'll find yourself sometimes the only woman in the room, the only black person in the room. Sometimes you're the only mom in the room, even when you do work around other women. Um, So you just have to show everyone that no matter if you have one child or two children, or, you know, you can still get in there and get it done. And you're just as capable as anyone else. I love that. Get it in, get it done. You can do it. Um, (laughs) Because we can also you can always let your circumstances dictate your outcome, but by not letting your circumstances dictate your outcome, by not letting yourself say, all right, well, this is happening in my life and this is what's going on. And, but still having some ambition in your career and still figuring out ways that you can connect with people. Um, One of the things that you said was how one of your former supervisors became your mentor um, was there anything special that you feel like you did to transition that from her being 
your supervisor to being your mentor? When you leave jobs, you you they you know your your supervisors they they give you their personal email addresses, and if you're on good terms, you know it's just always keeping in touch with people, um, even if it's a short email. And for me, sometimes that's hard, right? Because on a personal level, I am the worst person at, at keeping in touch with people, right? But on a professional level, it's, for me, it's just sending a quick email asking how they're doing or asking a question about something. Um, and that's just kind of how it grew. Um, and then, you know, just asking her outright, you know, you know, I would love if you would continue to help me throughout my career, just mentor me. And a lot of times these executives, they would love to do that. Um, you just have to ask. Yeah, I like that. Because sometimes- And, and being in, 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 having ambition in your career helps you not get swallowed up into being a mom and losing yourself because you can do that very easily once you have a child. Yeah, that's real. So many of us, get so caught up in what our kid is doing that we can't even focus on what it is that we want. We can't remember what we wanted to do before we had a child. Right. And we can't even envision what right. life could be like or where we could go, whether we're trying to grow in organizations and companies or whether we're trying to have businesses, whatever it is that we're trying to do. I love that. Um, and I like the fact that you talked about just having a quick email, sending a quick email, what that can do to show someone that you still respect them as a professional, you respect their opinion, um, and that even if you're not working for them anymore, you still want to be connected with them um, and you value um, their time and their opinion. So I think that's great. Um, So, you talked about like being in rooms where you're the only woman or the only mom or the only woman black mom <laughs> in the room or whatever else. Um, how do you navigate that? Is it just, all right, I'm just gonna do my best or um, does it, do you feel like you have any pressure yeah, I do. I mean, you, you always feel like you have pressure, right? Especially being, I mean, when it's a double whammy, when you're the only Black woman in the room, not only the only woman, but the only Black person in the room. That's a yeah. double whammy, right? And it's intimidating, but um, you just, honestly, um, in rooms like that, the only person that thinks that way is you. Yeah. Because they're not worried about it. Right. Because <laughs> obviously you have the qualifications to be in that room. Um, so you just kind of have to like get that out of your mind for a moment and just remember why you're there because you're qualified to be in the room. Love that. Because I know for myself, sometimes we're like, Lord, Jesus. yeah. Lord, I mean, Lord. for me, it's like I, I might, I mean, and throughout the whole in my d- department, because I work now, I work for Adobe Systems federal on the floor and like just in the in that that department it's only like five black people yeah total yeah and we're spread out 
So I never see them. Yeah. Especially <laughs> now, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> um, so how do you, what do you do um, when you turn into, so you are this assertive and on top of it professional and you're working with these vice presidents and then you come home to an elementary schooler like how does that shift happen you know between work and motherhood it's kind of like you don't have a choice right like (laughs) I mean you really don't it's just instinct you know once it's, it's mom instinct and you still have to be assertive when you're a mother because yeah. I'm telling you, these kids will try you, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you still have to be assertive at home. And so it, it's just mom instinct. Yeah. It's, it's always interesting for me to feel like, okay, it's five o'clock, time to move into mommy mode. All right, dinner's ready house is clean you know whatever it is you have going on yeah and I know for older kids it's homework it's you know all of the things um so now in your role like how are you balancing like virtual schooling and stuff like that with working for an executive (laughs) virtual school is a complete nightmare I mean I'm sure this is not the first time you've heard that but it's a it's a nightmare. I have a first grader and the teacher um, has requirements or just thinks that he can move around on the computer as if he's like 15 or 16. I mean, she wants, so it's an everyday struggle. Yeah. Honestly. Um, And it's so much work for a first grader. And I get through it with my work because everyone else is at home too. And everyone else in my company has kids also. And they are going through the same exact thing. I mean, my, like my boss, who's a, who's the VP of the whole department, he has grown adult children, boys. And he says, I honestly don't see a difference between your seven-year-old and my 19-year-old going to college. I have to do the same exact thing. I'd literally have to tell him to log online for class. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone's going through it, right? Yeah. (laughs) Everybody's interrupting each other. So um, that's just, that's how you have to think. That's a good point because you do end up in a situation where you're just like, all right, thank god i'm not the only one (laughs) right (laughs) and some of these you know they have two and three kids home on virtual high school i only have one yeah so i can imagine having more than one one online school um young kids they have you know a couple of children at home doing virtual learning Mm -hmm. it's it's a mess Yeah, <laughs> I can't even imagine because you know my two year olds at daycare, so I'm just like, all right. Oh, you I can't. Good. Yeah, because I can't. Like when he's at home and he's in here, I'm just like, it's just impossible to give him yeah. the yeah. level of routine that he needs because he needs routine, he needs structure, and it's hard to do that when you're trying to work at home and you don't have any routine or structure. So. 
it's really, um, I definitely give it up to all of the parents that are navigating the virtual school portion and navigating, making sure that they're able to do the things they need to do for work. So um, what would you do or what would you say to um, moms who are just like out there and they're just overwhelmed or they're needing um, some encouragement? Like what would you say to encourage them as they're balancing their nine to five and the ambitions that they have are also balancing, you know, motherhood and the demands that come with that. Um, I would just say that you can do it. I mean, you, you can't, you know, I mean, you can do it. You, you really can do it. I mean, you can have ambition and want to climb to the clock, you know, to the top of whatever it is in your career and still have kids. And, and I do it by myself. Yeah. So, you know, moms who are married, you know, and, and you need tell, you know, the child has two parents. Everything should not be on you. And, and if it is, then you need to, you know, make the other parent do do their part. Um, it, it's you just you can do it. Um, trust me, I, I did it. Yeah. I think that's good. I think taking it day by day. I mean, yeah, honestly, I mean, if you if you want to, uh, you know, apply for the job, if you want another job, if you feel like you're not making enough money, apply for it. I mean, that's all I've done to kind of, you know, to get out of if I felt like I was stuck in my career at a company. I just applied for a new job, you know, multiple jobs at a time. Like, just keep applying. Somebody's going to answer. Keep interviewing. Keep you know, I don't care if you go on a hundred interviews, you know, keep tweaking your interview, how you interview, you know, j- keep redoing your resume, just keep applying. Or if you're an entrepreneur, keep, keep um, at what you're doing. Don't, don't give up. I like that. Especially, you know, keep applying and keep interviewing because sometimes people can get exhausted, <laughs> but you know, Apply, finding a new job is a job that is finding a new job is a job in itself it's something that you have to keep doing you have to keep interviewing mm-hmm. I love that it's so important um and then the other question I did want to make sure I asked is if anybody wants to get in contact with you or they want to know more about your career maybe they want to be an executive assistant and would like to ask the support how can um they get in touch with you well, I'm on Instagram and um, maybe Brenda, you can post it. Um, yeah, I can put it in. A, um, yeah, and, and my email address, they can email me. Yeah. Okay. So I'll definitely share your Instagram and your email in the show notes. Um, I'm really excited that you were able to come on the podcast. Do you have any last words for the Moms Hustle Different crew? Um, moms, don't forget to take care of yourself. Yeah. Put so much into your kids, um, so much into work, but make sure you get that time alone to yourself, whether that's going to get your nails done or your hair done or going to the gym, just take care of yourself. Yeah, like that. We definitely need to take care of ourselves in order to take care of others. We must take care of ourselves. So that is super important. Thank you so much, Shantae, for coming on the podcast. I love it when I can bring my family on with me. So thank you so much. 
I'm so happy. That was a great episode and I appreciated Shantae sharing more about her journey and having upfront communication with her employers about uh, her child and knowing that if you, she got to leave it whatever time, like, all right, you got to work around this. I appreciate her just reminding us to keep applying, to keep going after our dreams, to be ambitious, to not let motherhood take our ambition away from us. And that's super important for us to remember as moms who hustle different. So thanks again to Shantae for coming on the podcast. Uh, So I want you guys to remember that there are a few things that I need you to do. I need you to subscribe to Moms Hustle Different. I also need you to, if you are on Apple Podcasts, to leave a review. Let me know what you think about the podcast. I would truly appreciate it. And the other thing you now can do is sign up for our newsletter. So the link will be in the show notes to sign up for our newsletter. It's going to be really cool because some awesome things are coming, including a new website soon. And you will be the first to know when you sign up for our newsletter. So I appreciate you for coming by and supporting the Moms Hustle Different podcast. And I hope to see you next week. Have a great day.